Um, and he talks about like, oh, like why don't more people, like why don't people want to be superheroes? And I'm thinking there are a ton of people that want to be superheroes. What the fuck are you talking about? Right. But I think there's a difference between like wanting to and taking the steps to. Well, then you know? he should have wanted like, that better. I wouldn't necessarily mind being a stage magician, but I'm not ever really going to take the efforts to do that. You know? An illusionist. Like, yeah. <laughs> We're like, what was our it in next when he was a magician? Oh, yeah. I forget what he called himself. <laughs> Frank Cadillac. Yeah. You could be the next Frank Cadillac. Hey, welcome back, guys. Oh, my God. You We're came here. in so early. No, it's cool. We got it. <laughs> We're doing a podcast, and you're here to listen because we are probably the most attractive people you listen to on a weekly basis, and we are back to entertain <laughs> both your ears and your eyeballs. If you look at our social media, you can see pictures of us where we've both got pretty hair and pretty faces. That's very true. Um, <clears throat> you have interrupted my whole flow. Welcome, yeah, everybody. Right. Surprised. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I, I came out with the energy because of the film we watched this week you did that's true we thoroughly enjoyed it yeah for once also I've all hopped up on caffeine from this morning you're uh, welcome I drank a a iced coffee from where uh Timothy Hortons Timothy Hortons our neighbors to the north yeah so Timothy Hortons actually comes in with uh, a weird blind thing that uh is I think might be interesting to people um I have no fucking clue what their branding looks like. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that the other so, day. So, because like so many brands use red. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. There are like a ton of things that uh, obviously I have memory of when I could see like McDonald's. Whoa. That's got the little Archie boy. Uh, you might have worked there. I did. Yeah. Uh, among, you know, probably most people who were poor in college. <laughs> Same um, here. Yeah. Um, but like, obviously like Walmart and McDonald's and like all the, you know, typical like big box bullshit, like obviously you remember what those look like, even, you know, stupid, small stuff, Sonic, IHOP, right? Mm -hmm. But there are these things that are new, right? Mm -hmm. To me, at least since I lost my sight that I don't even try to imagine what their branding looks like. They just exist as a name in my head. Mm -hmm. So like Tim Hortons or... Uh, Shake Shack or Witch Witch, like those are Cheney type places that just no clue, mm-hmm. not even not even a small clue. And because I've never made the effort to go searching around or asking people like what the branding looks like, it's just not there. Shake Shack's branding is not what you would think it looks like at all. Like if you had an idea in your head, you're just wrong. Yeah. I mean, here I'll I'll tell you is like uh, bubbly kind of block letters that just say Shake Shack, and then a little shake cup with the straw tilted to the side. You know, mm-hmm. boom, that's my logo. Okay. So and it's yellow. Okay. Don't know why, but it's yellow. Okay. So there you go. You're wrong. Yeah, I mean, I assumed I'm wrong, but like it's the same for like even people. Like I'm sure what I imagine your face to look like is miles away. And I've shown you a person before. Do you remember the person mm-hmm. I showed you? Yeah. I said, oh, I think you look like this person. And you're like, mm, no. <laughs> but it's all I've got is to imagine, right? And to break that, I need like an anchor point of something I am familiar with. So if you're like, oh, I kind of look like uh, Condoleezza Rice or whoever, you know, then I can start there. And you can say, imagine Connelly's Rice if she had sharper teeth. And then boom, I gotcha. How did you know? <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that was a wild, like exaggerated version. Yeah. But like, it, you know, like uh, take our friend Jill. If you tell me, like, start at Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, move in whatever direction from there. And... It, it, I can arrive at, you know, whatever image I, I carry <laughs> with me. But if I start from nowhere, then I'm just going to make it up in my head and it sticks, you know? <laughs> 
I told you, like, when Tony was younger, like, even in college and stuff. That, oh, that they look like Tom that, Petty? Yeah, they look like Tom Petty. <laughs> and then they look like Tom Petty with short hair. And now they look like Tom Petty with no hair. Like, Tony doesn't age. Do you want to know my Tony's secret, though? alien. Do you want to know my secret? You don't remember what Tom Petty looks like? I uh, mistakenly imagine Tom Petty looking like Harry Nielsen, which I don't know if you know who Harry Nielsen is. No. Um, the, the the lime and the coconut. I was about mm-hmm. to sing it, but I'm not fucking doing that. Please don't. Uh, the lime and the coconut, jump into the fire. Um, uh, shoot, what's the one about love? He's got a song about- Just the one. No, he's got like a song that's like really fucking sad. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so there's he has an album called Nielsen Schmielsen, I'm pretty sure is the album title. Mm-hmm. And on the cover, he's in like a bathrobe holding a cup of coffee, looking uh, like an absolute alcoholic. Uh, that's how I picture Tom Petty. I because thought you were going to say, that's how I, I picture Tony, and I'm just like, no, you are correct. No, because I used to get the them mixed up, Tom Petty and Harry Nielsen. They're nothing alike, but I used to. <laughs> and so now that's the Tom Petty image of Tom Petty that's glued into my brain. Otherwise, I have no clue what Tom Petty looks like. <laughs> oh. So... um. In my younger days, in my less chubby days, uh, like when I was in high school, because mm-hmm. it's... N- I think total- high school was everyone's less chubby days. Yeah, I think it's totally normal to be chubby now. Unless, unless <laughs> you were the chubby one in high school. Yeah. And then you lost the weight after and you are just a supermodel now. Mm. And everyone that looks you up on Facebook is like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm the ugly one now. Oh, we're not fat shaming here. Um, anyway, in my last chubby days, um, I'm just saying it in my last chubby days because like you can't be compared to Angelina Jolie and be a chubby girl. Yeah, so mean, like yeah. in my last chubby days, like I did get Angelina Jolie a lot because like my lips are gigantic, as mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, and she kind of has like a very like angular face. Mm-hmm. But not as many freckles. I've yeah, got she looks pretty like, freckles. She looks like the PlayStation 1 version of Lara <laughs> Croft from Tomb Raider. Maybe that's why they picked her. I guess. Yeah. I mean, her face looks like it was low res. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I guess all that was just to say that unless I have an anchor point, so like obviously my family and friends that I had before I lost my sight, I know what they look like. Most of them not great, but... Wow. My family, my family is beautiful. You've seen my family. Mm-hmm. But my friends, who if some of them need to. Uh, some of your friends have had a glow up. Okay. Oh, yeah. At one. <laughs> We're not going to name names. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's just to say that like that's one thing that you don't think about. And another thing that I was thinking about the other day, especially this time of year, is I sometimes forget that like <laughs> this is so stupid but i forget <laughs> that the leaves change oh no that's not stupid so like we'll be driving down the road and it occurs to me oh shit the there aren't leaves on the trees right now <laughs> and like it it came up the other night when we were on that cemetery tour thing mm-hmm. and the guy said oh yeah we're at the top of this hill and when the leaves aren't on the trees if you look down you can see the whole city from here I'm so excited for that. Oh, yeah. But it occurred to me like, oh, shit. I I pretty regularly forget like, oh, the leaves are brown and orange right now. Right? Are the leaves all down? down? Or um, are there... A lot of them okay. are. Yeah. But because of like just how unseasonably warm it's been the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It seems to have slowed down. A lot of them have held on to that last minute. Yeah. But yeah. our yard is covered in leaves. Like yeah. every inch of it's covered in leaves. I saw uh, posted in our community, like local communities Facebook group today, mm-hmm. uh, the missionaries of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, also known as the Mormon missionaries, mm-hmm. posted, hey, if anyone needs their leaves raked, let us know. We're just trying to do some service for the community. And I thought about messaging them. <laughs> Why? We already discussed this. Oh, yeah. It's more environmentally friendly. Let your leaves mulch into your yard and uh, reissue the nutrients to the earth. And but, it's like housing for bugs and stuff. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. Let's it's, just leave them be. But yeah, you would you like to talk about a Nicolas Cage film? Um, you know what I think? I think if we talked about a Nicolas Cage film, it would be pretty kick-ass. 
Oh, do you think that it would be pretty <laughs> kick-ass fucking got to talk about got a him. Nicolas Cage film? Yeah, got him. Got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we watched Kick-Ass. Uh, I thought it was really good. Yeah. Um, but uh, related to exactly what I was just talking about, I don't know what the costumes look like. They're bad. Okay, so we watched this on Plex. Yep. Um, no AD. No AD, yeah. And I... So it was heavy action, right? Yeah. But I didn't necessarily feel like I needed to be poking and prodding you as much because I think uh, the nature of this movie is you kind of know where the action's going, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I guess I don't know what any of the costumes look like. I have a distinct memory of like what the cover of the film was, and I think one of them uh had like a greenish costume with like a yellow band across his eyes. Mm-hmm. Is that true? No. Oh. Well, yeah, then yeah, I have no memory then of what any of the costumes or anything look like. I didn't see the movie before I lost my sight, but I saw like, you know, I pictures and like what the cover looked like i guess he's got a green costume but it's got Mm -hmm. like yellow accents so he's got like yellow gloves and like the name kickass is usually in yellow okay yeah so i wasn't like miles away from being correct correct just he doesn't have like a yellow thing on his eyes or whatever Mm -hmm. okay yeah so um i don't know uh who else is in it nick cage Mm -hmm. mclovin guy mclovin Yep. Um, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought that girl, I thought she was the little girl from Little Miss Sunshine. Is that not true? That's not true. Who? What's that child's name? Abigail Breslin. Okay. It, does she do stuff now? Is she still? Yeah. She good? has been in the, um, what are they called? Zombieland movies. Oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot that's the same kid. Yeah. Well, I mean, huh. she's definitely like, Older, she's like grown not up, a kid anymore. Um, but yeah, she, she was also like the little girl from signs and definitely maybe. Holy shit. Yeah. Signs was garbage. Was, yeah. uh, was Joaquin Phoenix in that? Yes. I love him so much. <laughs> um, who else was, was Mel Gibson in that? Mm-hmm. Okay. It does, does a person get like hit by a car? I don't remember. We should watch that. No. Why? You just said it was garbage. Yeah, but like, it's it's in like that like category of like, oh, that's a horror movie. That, that, like basically any M Night Shyamalan movie, you gotta see it, right? No. Like the happening. The happening was terrible. It was even worse. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, top top worst. Yeah. Um, I actually read a Stephen King book this week, Cell. Mm-hmm. The the like a super similar vibe to the happening, where yeah. like uh the basic idea for the happening is like the trees give off some sort of pollen that makes people want to kill themselves. And the basic idea for the cell book was that it sounds like depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The trees are, giving, yeah, the trees are giving everyone depression. Um, but the basic concept for the cell book is the same thing, except it's your phone giving you the need or want to harm yourself. That also sounds like depression mm-hmm. because yeah, that's what we all, yeah. <laughs> like all of our apps inside of our phones are giving us depression. Yeah. But I've, I've been on for a long time. I've been on this huge like Stephen King kick and you said that the girl in Kick-Ass is in the new Carrie. Yeah. She's Carrie. Carrie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I read Carrie yeah, two, two or three days ago. I was going to say that was your most recent one, wasn't it? Yeah. And I, man, I flew through that book, but it's a um, short one. Yeah, it was, I think six or seven hours. Yeah, not to, I mean, you have read like 60 plus hour books. That's not like a slant against you. I just know it's one of his shorter ones. Oh, yeah, but in general, I read, and when I say read, yes, I'm talking about audiobooks. But that still, counts. Oh, That's yeah, reading. Any yeah. anyone that wants to argue that like an audiobook isn't reading uh, can come to uh, my address at... Um, I'm not going to say it, but just come here and I'll fight you. I'll personally fight you. DM us. I was just going to, yeah, I was just going to have Tony like censor, like beep over it, but I, I won't go to that Our trouble. Our address just is. Just come here and I'll, I'll beat you up <laughs> because audiobooks are reading for sure. Um, but that book was incredible. I, yeah. I thought it was so good. Like there is one line in that book that struck me harder than 
a line has struck me in a very long time but um i think it'll kind of spoil things for people if they haven't read it or haven't seen the movie so you gotta shout out to my mom because i made you read dolores claiborne oh shit yeah that book was real good and the version i listened to i don't know who read it but it was like a killer monologue this lady was an incredible actress um Maybe I'll look up her name and shout her out in the show notes because she, uh, it was awesome. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, Kick-Ass had the Speaking of the which. girl that, yeah, the girl that was Carrie. Um, basic idea uh, with this movie is what? A, a kid wants to be a real life superhero, right? Mm-hmm. Is the first, the first person we encounter is the person who is or becomes kick-ass right uh no he's narrating but the person that we see jump off the building to like try to fly off the building he's like that's not me that's some like hungarian guy or something right so yeah he's like narrating it and like i don't remember when they talk about it but it's very early on now this is 2020 10 mm-hmm. so we were 20 ish mm-hmm. yeah. um they talk about myspace and i guess oh, i didn't yeah. realize that like after i was 16 that myspace was still, was still like a thing. a thing yeah that's what uh i guess it, we, we were talking earlier like if i knew when this movie came out that's what it was that was the thing that like struck me as when this was which is why i would have thought like 0809 yeah range yeah yeah I guess um, I would have just like thought earlier because like to me I was like 15 16 when like MySpace was super popular. Right. But I don't know, I feel like there's just this transitionary period between Facebook and MySpace where people refused to move over so it was still like kind of uh act- an active spot, right? Mhm. But so where where do we go from there? Like the narrator just kind of walks us through like his developing into being a super ish hero. Yeah. He basically talks about like, uh, he's like a misfit at school. He's one of the nerdy kids. Um, his mom died of like an aneurysm in the kitchen. Like it shows her just like flopping her head into a bowl of cereal. This movie is really like pretty violent. Yeah, like definitely. Um, so like dead mom, but nothing like traumatic. Um, average dad, there's no like Batman story there, like no one to avenge or anything like that. Um, and he talks about like, oh, like why don't more people like why don't people want to be superheroes? And I'm thinking, there are a ton of people that want to be superheroes. What the fuck are you talking about? Right, but I think there's a difference between like wanting to and taking the steps to. Well, then you know? he should have worded like, that better. I wouldn't necessarily mind being a stage magician but I'm not ever really going to take the efforts to do that. You know? An illusionist. Like, yeah. <laughs> or like, what was our it in next when he was a magician? Oh yeah. I forget what he called himself. <laughs> Frank Cadillac. Yeah. You could be the next Frank Cadillac, Jordan, if you just believed in yourself. I Yeah. I'm, but it's not really a matter of believing in yourself so much as like, Getting on stage, right? I don't know. What are the <laughs> I feel rules? like you'd be fine being on stage. I think you should be a stand-up comedian, actually. Yeah. I mean, so I'll, I'll tell you, there is a big problem with being a stand-up comedian when you have an othering piece of your life. Mm-hmm. So like a black stand-up comic mm-hmm. probably feels this uh, like little push to always be joking about being black. Yeah. And making jokes either to other black people or to white people about black people, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I know this comedian, I can't think of his name right now, um, but he has a, a really heavy stutter. His first name's Drew. Carrie. No, no. He's like th- just a small comic, but he has a, a service dog as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Drew Lynch. Drew Lynch. Look him up on YouTube. He's really good. Um, but. I would say like typically one out of every three jokes in his act relates to him having a stutter. And it's, I would imagine for him, not 
in any way uh because he thinks that's the only way he can get by uh being funny but it's people expect it so you you kind of have to give the people what they want so like for me to go up and do like you know some 10 minute set or whatever three or four minutes is gonna have to be about being blind there's just no getting around it otherwise people will just sit there shrugging like waiting for it to come right what if you just don't give the people what they want yeah i mean that's certainly an option but there's always going to be that like hovering over your head you know Hmm. so i don't know i mean i've thought about getting up on stage before like there have been open mics and stuff in the area and like i I just can't get up there and be like i'm the blind guy (laughs) (laughs) and then like run it like bump into the mic stand be like oh what (laughs) that's not funny though but it's funny for dumb people (sighs) you know and like that's the Right, like that's the lowest common denominator. That's the audience you go after. Why do you think like blue collar comedy Ugh. like was successful in Good the Lord. like early two thousand tens? But yeah, I mean. But then, what would we do without the catchphrase "get er done"? What would we do without that? Uh, we probably wouldn't have Donald Trump. Yeah, probably. I wonder if you could trace that back to like <laughs> the appeal, like the appeal of like Larry the Cable Guy and similar. I mean, there is pride in being, like, an uneducated person. Oh, yeah, but, uh, like, don't get me wrong. I don't necessarily believe that, like, all redneck-type folks are uneducated. Mm -hmm. I just mean people who are, like, proud of being uneducated. I don't mean, like, a particular demographic or anything. Yeah, no, there are definitely people that are proud of being uneducated. But, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, how did we even get here? (laughs) (laughs) Talking about (laughs) stand-up. Um um we were talking about violence and people wanting to be superheroes oh, oh i yeah. said that you should be a stand-up comic okay yeah. let's uh oh the dogs are oh my being God. dogs they're being such dogs frisco's being so good he's laying on his little dog bed from work yeah, he's, he's a, little, a good boy little, little he hasn't boy. like like moaned or anything even one time yeah He's not um, making his guest appearances. <laughs> yeah. Frisco, why aren't you making your guest appearance? Sarah loves it so much. He's, He's just like, mother, I'm sleeping. I care not for your... He's on strike. <laughs> for your interrogation. Um, so Nick Cage kind of makes his appearance shortly in this movie. Oh. Like after our main character like introduces the setup and does his first yeah, couple... Like, there's does like his, a bad guy. Yeah, does his first couple like get the bad guy things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, shortly after that, it cuts to Nick Cage interacting with his daughter. So Nick Cage uh, has a daughter played by, played by uh, Chloe Grace Moretz, right? Mm-hmm. Her name is Mindy. Mindy. And what's Nick Cage's... Dave? No, that's... The main character's name is Dave. Nick Cage's character's name is uh, i usually write it down but he goes by like big daddy for most of the films so, like right. i just didn't yeah exactly and mindy goes by hit girl yeah um and what are there are there uh red mist is another hero mm-hmm. and are there any other heroes that make like a brief appearance mm, i don't think so not that i can think of yeah um but yeah, so Nick Cage appears and it's him and his daughter doing like some training stuff where he is shooting her while she has a bulletproof vest on like multiple times. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if you're really good and you like don't flinch at this next shot, I'll take you to get something nice or whatever. And she's like, oh, I want this very specific knife for being good. So we that's where we get like these two characters are very like into superheroing, mm-hmm. right? His name is Damon. Damon. Ugh. Sorry, any Damons that are listening? I don't think we have any people that listen named Damon. Oh, man. I want to go back to the cast for a second. Evan Peters is in this. I don't know who that is. Oh, man. Who is that? Um, oh, shit. Yeah, we talked about him. He's in Yeah, he's other... in like um, a bunch of the American Horror Story seasons. Um, he... Is he in the one with Maroon 5? What? Isn't Maroon 5 in one of the... Oh, Adam Levine is in like a scene I of just, the first one. Yeah, so yes. So in my brain, Adam Levine's name is Maroon Five. First <laughs> okay. name Maroon, last name Five. Oh my god. Uh he also plays Peter Maximoff or Quicksilver 
in a lot of the most recent X-Men films. Also, <laughs> funny story, no. in the Avengers films, the guy who plays Quicksilver is Aaron Taylor Johnson, who is kick-ass in this film. Oh. And Evan Peters is his friend in this film. So Whoa. they both like played that character. That's weird. And they, it was superhero so they both have ties to other like superhero stuff. Mm-hmm. Huh, that's neat. Um, so do you want to give me, like, so you kind of described Kick-Ass's costume. It's like green with yellow accents and stuff. Mm-hmm. What What are these other, um, I didn't ask you because I, I was curious to hear you describe it like on the show. <gasps> you put me on the spot, homie. Yeah. Like what is Mindy? So Hit Girl is her name. Played yeah. by Chloe Grace Moretz. What's yeah. her costume look she like? She wears a purple wig. And she has like, uh, you know, like those old timey Western, like face mask thingies that just go like around the eyes. Oh, like Zorro. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, and her costume is like mostly purple, and she's got like. Does she wear gloves or? Yes. Okay. She has a cape. Okay. Um, she has like a two sided katana mostly. Like that's her like go to. Ooh, I wonder if there's a name for that type of sword specifically probably so it's like the darth maul uh yes yeah um so yeah she's and she wears like a skirt i think as well oh that's not very good for like acrobatting around well she wears like leggings and stuff underneath it okay Um, she's modest uh yeah she wears modesty shorts yeah the because women right Mm -hmm. gross um yeah and i did tell you that um big daddy's costume is very like batman oh yeah yes you did yeah with like the like helmet that has kind of like the pointy like up near the ears mm-hmm. um oh and hit girl has like a pink belt um around her waist that says hg and it's got like little pockets and different stuff to right, like hold a, a utility stuff belt. yes like a, like a cop belt like a cop belt yeah um, um, and then there's red miss costume that's mostly red, if you can imagine. Right. Um, he wears like if you think about like Gene Simmons makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Jesus. he wears like a face mask that is like that, like around his eyes. Okay. Um, um and is... his hair is just insane. It's very like emo, like of the time. Right. So, uh, do you remember? his character in role models yes so when you said kiss it made me think oh of that. my god yes like, where how they show up to the last like larping event the larping event yeah, yeah. that movie's really good that's i think that's an underrated movie i love that movie so yeah. much there are so many movies that like came out around that time with like the same cast that like i i really dig well like that what i love you man oh yeah i um, love you man is so good what's the other there was another paul red one around that same time that like hit kind of hard mm-hmm but okay, so those are the costumes. Um, are any of the so so we get this like villain mm-hmm. introduced who is McLovin's dad, right? Yeah, he's Red like Miss a dad. mafia mob mm-hmm. type guy. Um, do I so I I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but he doesn't wear any kind of costume or anything. No. He's just a regular old like bad bad mob guy. Right? Yeah, and McLovin only becomes a superhero, quote unquote, to like lure kick ass. Yeah, so, like, yeah, to like infiltrate the uh, superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. So his dad's like little crime mafia mob organization uh, has had like some of their like drug exchanges get like busted by Kickass, right? Is that the idea? Like um, Kickass, he thinks it's Kickass, but it's actually Big Daddy. Okay, yeah, but the the general idea is he knows that a that a superhero is is doing bad to his mm-hmm. uh, organized crime, and so his son wanting to, uh, like show his dad that he can be useful, a fairly common trope, mm-hmm. uh, becomes Red Mist and goes and tries to like befriend Kickass, right? Mm-hmm. And he does. Yeah. Right. They do. The, are they working together? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. That's and, the idea. Right. And eventually, um, they together go to some place where Big Daddy was. Uh, oh yeah, they uh go and try to bust up some drug deal, right? Mm-hmm. 
where Big Daddy had just killed a shitload of people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the dad um, of McLovin, <laughs> um, he owned like a lumber yard. Okay, yeah. And so Red Mist was luring Kick-Ass there to um, basically like be unmasked and murdered. Um, but Big Daddy had gotten there first. And killed, killed everybody the... inside and set fire. Okay. And by the time our characters Red Mist and Kick-Ass show up, all that there's left to do is run in and grab like a stuffed teddy bear nanny cam. Mm-hmm. And that's how Red Mist figures out that it was Nick Cage the whole time, or mm-hmm. you know, Big Daddy doing like the, the killing. Mm-hmm. And so from there, it's this Red Mist guy trying to figure out how to get, uh, how to like lure in Nick Cage, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole time, there's this subplot going on of our main character, Dave, mm-hmm. who at school has been befriended by this girl that thinks he is gay. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, he it. I feel like it's a little bit tropey where like you've got this kid boy who's got a crush on this girl and she doesn't mind hanging out with him because she thinks he's gay. So they spend a lot of time together. They have sleepovers and the whole time she They're keeps like making... They're like naked around each other. Yeah. She keeps making comments like, oh, you're not... Or uh, you do your hair really nice. Wait, that's not homophobic, right? Like she keeps kind of hinting towards the fact that she thinks he's gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually he reveals to her no i am in fact not gay or she says something like oh i just wish you weren't gay mm-hmm. he says well i'm not would you like to fuck basically <laughs> and then we get and usually like when that's the big reveal like the the girl is like bitter like, like i can't believe you've deceived me mm-hmm. but yeah when she's been the terrible person the whole time yeah that's the that's like the romantic comedy uh angle is like the romantic, the romantic comedy arc is as follows. Two people uh, living relatively normally and uh, one of them is doing something that the other one will not like. The That person eventually finds out what has been going on and becomes upset. And then the character that did the upsetting thing does something to redeem themselves. Boom, happy ending. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we get the girls just not doesn't really mind she's like oh awesome mm-hmm. that's great <laughs> because that's exactly what i just said yep i said i wish you weren't gay you said i'm not Boom. let's move on <laughs> let's have a lot of sex on each other <laughs> and boy do they yeah and then like every time they hang out with their friends like they find some excuse to like be off banging each other like Excuse in me. an alleyway yeah. can i go sneeze in the other room for one second yeah i'll help you go sneeze yeah. i've got to talk to you about the cat box Oh, God. (laughs) What if she's listening? She's not listening. She could be. She's not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We once had an event where Ashley uh, really needed to relay something to me in private. And she just basically yelled, I got to talk to you about the cat box. (laughs) I was like, what? Out of nowhere. Like, this came out of, completely came out of nowhere. And I was like, okay. So I went to the other room. Like... Ugh. <laughs> we but, did not have any kind of no, sexy no, time yeah. anywhere I mean, which, strange yeah which like we've done whatever that's fine but Whoa. like it's that wasn't the goal of that it was you had to tell me a, a thing in private mm-hmm. and you made it pretty obvious that that's what you wanted <laughs> i don't know what you mean sir um so the main like what's the main uh conflict in this movie the main con- conflict is the red mist's dad wants to get both kick ass and eventually he finds out big daddy and big daddy is after him because of some like past wrongdoing of some past wrongdoing yeah well, that, no big deal no that was unclear to me i uh, genuinely oh yeah. now i'm just making fun of you cuz i'm horrible no 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 um no so what had happened was um he ended up getting framed. Big mm-hmm. Daddy used to be a cop. Yeah. His par- partner's name was Marcus. And um, he got framed by this bad guy uh, for being a drug dealer. He had to go to prison. 
This is Conair one. Um, and his wife was pregnant. Okay. And then she like didn't know how to cope, so she ended up like overdosing, but they could save the baby. Oh shucks. So the baby and that's our Mindy. Okay. Was raised by Marcus until Nick Cage could get out of prison. Mm-hmm. And then since then Nick Cage has been giving her like this education of sorts. Um, how to fight crime. Yeah. Okay. That Marcus highly disapproves of. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um I uh kind of followed that a little bit but it it, uh, because it involved a lot of like actiony uh type things rather than direct dialogue well and the dialogue was was very vague unclear yeah like it wasn't um the the music in this movie was incredible oh yeah yeah i thought i thought the music was really good but because the music was good and they leaned on the music a lot Mm -hmm. it led to a lot of scenes where action was taking place with no dialogue and also no sound aside from the music. So we got these like two minute stretches where it's just a good rock song, but does not in any way offer me any context for what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall the music was great. I thought, and, and the sound design just in general, like when there was a scene change, there would be the, like the music would cut like hard cut to a different song or something. Like mm-hmm. I, I thought the, the sound really supported like, what could have been with audio description a, a really incredible movie mm-hmm. um like if it had the the level of quality that like the sorcerer's apprentice audio description had which that wasn't a good movie but th- give that what are you level talking of, about what do you mean it was so good oh god um like bring that audio description quality level to this and it, you would have a great movie mm-hmm. um but so I mean, I I don't want to like go every single little detail through this, but where where our movie ends up kind of is that Red Mist uses Kick-Ass to lure out Nick Cage and his daughter, right? Mm-hmm. There's some big thing happening and they need all of them to bring their forces together, right? Um, and that leads us to this weird, <laughs> like... It seems like something that would happen, like, uh, obviously not this exact scenario, but it seems like what would would be, like, a more modern thing where um, uh, Red Mist's dad is live streaming a hostage situation. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, so, because of, like, the ubiquity of live streaming now, that doesn't seem too crazy. But think about it, like, back in 2010, mm-hmm. live streaming was not, like, a huge yeah thing back then so that it, it would have been weirder but um the basic gist is he's just trying to teach people a lesson right so he's got kick-ass all like tied up and he's just like basically gonna kill him on camera yeah he's gonna unmask him okay yeah and then kill him mm-hmm. right um but um who so who does the rescuing the hit girl right um basically yeah i mean it's much more complicated because there's so much action going on right and again yeah. i had no real context for the act or context uh i had no real detail for what exactly was going on with the action there mm-hmm. but it was a whole lot of fighting and at some point nick cage's character gets shot he gets set on fire doesn't he get shot first or no um maybe a lot of people get shot yeah there's a lot of shooting a lot of a lot of hitting um but for what i think is the third time nick cage's character gets set on fire mm-hmm. the third, third when i say movie. yeah when i say the third time i mean through all the nick cage movies we've watched this is the third one mm-hmm. um but he gets set on fire and dies mm-hmm. right um and then hit girl and kick ass become pals kind of right kind of like she's like if you didn't happen like i'd still have my dad yeah. So she's like reluctantly that. Yeah, reluctantly pals. Um so I I just remembered something crazy that I watched this week that pretty directly relates Was to this. Was it kick ass? Well that kind of though. <clears throat> um I watched this thing from this YouTuber called Atrocity Guide. Um I think the video is called The Rise and Fall of Phoenix Jones, or maybe the Rise of Phoenix Jones. I don't I don't remember exactly what it's 
title is. Let me look here. I think I have it. Ah, just the fall of Phoenix Jones. Not the oh. rise of the fall. Just the fall of oh. Phoenix Jones. Um, that sets us up. Yeah. So uh, Phoenix Jones was a real life superhero here in America. He had a super suit. He would walk around and listen. I think he used like a police scanner. Mm-hmm. This video was really well made though. The atrocity guide one. Mm-hmm. So if you search YouTube, just the fall of Phoenix Jones, you'll find the atrocity I'll put it guide. In the show notes. Yeah, put it in the show notes. It is an incredible video. Do you and hear that? He's directing me. Put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but he like had a girl in his superhero crew that he eventually went on to marry. Um, and there were like other uh superheroes that would assist him. And there was a supervillain that started making videos online and they got into a fight. But he made this like suit. So he had like a cosplay costume designer design the suit, right? Oh, to look all superhero, right? Mm-hmm. Then he sent it to a ballistics company and had them put like bulletproof panels in like the arms and legs and chest and back. So he was legitimately like Batman out. And I guess the suit cost him like $10,000. Jesus. Yeah. But yeah, Phoenix Jones, look it up. Um, and actually, that Atrocity Guide channel is really good just in general. Um, this isn't like a paid ad or anything, but I just really like them. Mm-hmm. Um, but they had another one about this weird group of people called the Breatharians. Oh, yeah, you told me about Who that. are people that just like don't eat food like, or they claim to not eat food. Like, what the fuck? But yeah, um, if you want, like if you enjoyed the movie Kick-Ass and ever thought to yourself, gosh, I wonder if anyone's ever really done that. Holy shit, someone did. And his name is Phoenix Jones. Go look that up. It's really good. But um, but how, like what was the last, what was the final scene? It was um, the... They go into like the bad guy's lair, essentially. Mm. Uh, kill everyone. They bazooka the bad guy out oh, the God. window. Her action scene, the little girl, uh, mm-hmm. hit girl, her action scene here, like as she's moving through the bad guy lair, mm-hmm. seemed a lot like uh, like a Kill Bill type. Scene, oh, yeah. Where she is just like absolutely busting through this place, destroying everything in sight. And anyone that even comes close to her is just destroyed. Mm-hmm. And like I, I kept picturing it in my head as the kill bill i think is it volume two where she fights gogo um i think so yeah i don't remember it either way the kill bill scene when uh she fights beatrice fights gogo mm-hmm. um because you said she has these like knives on the end of a mm-hmm. little cable thing too yeah, yeah so they're like, like retractable yeah um but so we get that whole thing and then once they're finished there is when our main character and or kick-ass and hit girl basically talk and he's like what are you gonna do now you're you know 12 years old are you just gonna go live by yourself and she reveals that she's got three million dollars and a shitload of guns <laughs> guns and weapons and stuff so she like our I, isn't that our final scene is her like loading up and packing her bags and stuff to get out of town mm, no no there were like four final scenes to this. Yeah, like the way there were several final scenes. The way that the music kept cutting was like uh, the way that the music cuts to the credit music. And so I kept thinking that that was it. But so what's the scene after she packs all her stuff? The scene after she packs all of her stuff is like her driving him like in the car to the place. Oh, yeah. She's a 12 year old driving a car. Yeah, yeah. And he like he jetpacks her away. Oh, yeah, there's the jetpack. Jet I totally pack. forgot yep. about the jetpack. This is what happens when we watch a movie that we actually enjoy. <laughs> yeah. I And that, yeah. And I'm fine with that. Like, I just thought that in general, like, I typically the things that I put down in my notes are things that are, like, bad. Mm-hmm. So I didn't find myself taking a whole lot of notes. I try to, like, take notes of, like, um, what's happening so that mm-hmm. I can, like, summarize better. But, man... This was just good. Yeah, I just had a good time with it. Yeah. But so he flies off with her in the jetpack. And then what is our true like ending moment here? Um, I think that it's like them together at the end. I don't know. I really don't remember. I don't either remember way. what the last okay, one so, is at all. Yeah, either way. So without like whatever our final image is, it's kind of a happy ending for everyone. 
except for Hit Girl, whose dad dies. Hit Girl's dad, who dies. Mm-hmm. Red Mist's dad, who dies. All the henchmen. Oh, our last <laughs> scene is Red Mist turning around at the desk and like putting a different mask on. So I think he's going to be oh, the new like super villain. Right, to avenge his father, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. There we go, which jogging that, my memory. Which that is all to say that there is a kick-ass two. I don't know that we're going to be able to do an episode on it, though. It, we might just do like a short episode or just touch on it in a future episode because I don't think Nick Cage can be in it, right? Maybe in flashbacks. Yeah. Because, I, I don't know, did you look on IMDb? Is he in it? Mm, I can do that right now. Because he, so Nick Cage's character dies in this movie. And we were talking about how we should address that sort of thing. Like if there's a movie and then a sequel to it. Well, like early, <laughs> like early on when we talked about um, National Treasure and National Treasure 2, I didn't know what the plot of National Treasure 2 was. Mm-hmm. And I assumed maybe that we were supposed to be under the impression that like Nick Cage's kids. Do you remember talking about that? Mm-hmm. When I thought that it was going to be like just <laughs> a whole new cast. Yes. <laughs> so how do how do we deal with that if there's a sequel and Nick Cage isn't in it? I already told you all we have to do is just watch it for fun. Right. But do we cover it on the show at all? Mm, I guess if people want to like mention it. Yeah. Also, I just want you to know that McLovin's supervillain name is the motherfucker. Awesome. Yeah. That's a cool name for a, a supervillain. <laughs> but I mean, it makes sense given that the first, you know, kick ass. But yeah. Jim Carrey is in this one. See, Ooh. okay. I thought that Jim Carrey was in the first one. Yeah. So. Did you ever see Mystery Team? You mean Mystery Men? Mystery Men. That's what it yes. is. Wait, is, my- is Mystery Team. I think Mystery Team's the Donald Glover movie. I don't with his know. like comedy crew, but yeah, Mystery Men, yes. um, where Dane Cook, yeah, is the, is waffle the waffle guy, <laughs> yeah. Um, is who's the um, shoot, it, the guy, the main character in Shameless, whatever that guy's name William is, William H Macy. Yeah, he's in uh, Mystery Men as well. Yeah, he's the, he's got the shovel. Yeah, <laughs> such a dumb baby movie. bowler. Uh yeah, I, I don't Eddie remember. Izzard is in that one. Oh, Greg Kinnear, um, of course Ben Stiller, Janine Garofalo. I watched that movie a lot as a kid. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I don't remember it very well, but I just remember the uh, was Dane Cook as the waffler. Yeah, <laughs> but um, do you have a rating for me? What's your rating? You always ask me, but since I introed this episode, I'm going to make you tell me. What was your rating? Oh, my goodness. I gave it a seven. A seven? Yeah. I gave it a six. Wow. And you loved the music so much. Yeah. I just. That's what you think a really good movie ranks at is a six? No. And we've talked about this in the past, is if it had audio description, I would give it an eight. Mm -hmm. But because we weren't able to watch it with audio description, and I don't know for sure that it's not out there you know mm. so i have to give it a six i i can't i can't do it you know mm-hmm. um so but uh, as a movie i would probably give it like a seven or a seven and a half but because i wasn't able to experience much of it i have to just let it stand it's a six okay um i'm guessing imdb gave it like an eight eight and a half hmm? 7.6 okay yeah that makes sense yeah um, you got a, a little bit of trivia for me? I do. Okay. Did you know that the Eleanor from Gone in 60 Seconds just went on sale? Again? Mm-hmm. I thought I told you like a f- handful of episodes ago that it just sold again. Because there were like 12. There were like several yeah, of them. Yeah, there yeah. were like 12 of them. Did, did one of the main ones go on sale? Mm-hmm. Like 300 million? Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think you have to actually contact the company. Whoa! Yeah. Do you want to? Con- do you want to try to buy it? Uh, it's in German. Oh. Uh, I'm Nifty. on the website, and it says the original movie car from the movie Only Sixty Seconds Left. Oh boy! Okay. <laughs> I love it so much. 
No way. There are 72,000 miles on this thing. Ugh. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for low mileage, good fuel economy. <laughs> Same here on a 67, but whatever she is, Ford Mustang. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it, that kind of relates to the fact for last week's episode the, uh, that that uh, Rolls Royce Phantom belonged mm-hmm. to Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder, he probably owns some of the cars that were used in Gone in 60 Seconds, right? Only 60 seconds left. Only 60 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, if you've got some money laying around, we should uh, get yeah, it. Yeah, well, if you want to donate it to the show, like if you want to buy it and oh, donate it to the show, yeah. um, feel free to reach out, uh, sideattendant at gmail.com. We would love that. You can get a hold of us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, just at sideattendant. Mm-hmm. I think on Facebook it's at sideattendant podcast, right? Uh, I think you can just type in at site attendant and okay. it's good to go. But um, yeah, reach out to us specifically about donating that car to us. Mm-hmm. Um, but also reach out to us just because you're friends and friendly and you want to say hello. Yeah. Um, you should tell your friends we, that they should also want to donate this car to the show. Yeah. We love hearing from you. Um, and uh, we encourage you to reach out or, you know, tweet at us whatever you whatever you feel like doing any weird like blind stuff go ahead and ask us yeah if you have any strange questions that you'd like to know uh or not strange questions yeah just everyday normal questions uh get a hold of us let us know um (laughs) in the spirit of the the main deal of this uh film i wish we had a myspace to uh, let you guys know where to go but i don't think are they doing myspace anymore i think bands have used oh MySpace it's like a music mostly, yeah. yeah but yeah you can't reach out to us on myspace but you can on the platforms that i just said um and uh you can find this podcast on pretty much any podcast platform you can also if you're like a youtube person our episodes are posted on youtube usually mm-hmm. a few days after they're posted on the main podcast platforms um you got anything else any other housekeeping stuff for the for the kids out there i don't all right love you bye